We took an eye-opening look yesterday at passages where certain people offered to follow Christ, only to find their motives questioned. The rich young ruler turned away from Christ because he was told to sell all of his belongings and give the money to the poor and then come follow Christ. The scribe seems to have left after discovering that Jesus had no reservations at the local B&B. Today we see that those requirements may be easy to meet compared to the requirements he gave to the masses who followed him. We're asking the question today, what does it cost to follow Christ? On Christian Holiness Daily. Stay tuned. Holiness is perhaps the most misunderstood concept in Christianity. Anyone who has striven to follow the life of Christ will tell you that it is impossible. No one can match His love, no one can match His grace, and no one can match the compassion of Christ. For no one but Jesus is perfect and holy. Once the believer is filled with and empowered by the Holy Spirit, though, he or she is filled to the brim with the love of Christ and desires nothing more than to please God and follow in the footsteps of Jesus. The love of sin is then gone, and in its place is a love and compassion for others. That is Christian holiness. And this is Christian Holiness Daily. So what does it cost to follow Christ? Take a look at this verse. Here it is. This is Luke 14, 27 from the ESV. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. What are we to make of that? Those are pretty strong words. What of the ABCs of salvation? Accept Christ into your heart, believe in the name of Jesus, confess your sins. Where is hate your family in the ABCs? Now, before we go any farther, I want to state right up front, as I have in previous episodes, that I am not advocating salvation by works. You and I can do nothing to make our sinful souls and mortal bodies worthy of heaven. Only by relying on the virgin birth, sinless life, sacrificial death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ may we find eternal life. I am simply telling you that the old 20th century teaching of freely given, freely received is wrong. There is a cost to following Christ. It costs you, it costs me to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, and it is time that we talk about that. What is that cost? Well, that's not for me to say. The cost is different for each and every believer, yet Jesus tells us to plan for it. In the very next breath, immediately after telling us that we need to hate our family and to be worthy of following him, he tells us to count the cost. For which of you, he says in Luke 14, 28 through 29, for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, he has laid a foundation, is not able to finish, and all who see it begin to mock him. He uses another analogy as well. What king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 men to meet him who comes against him with 20,000 men? So let me lay out what we have learned so far. 
There is a cost to salvation. It's a great cost, it would seem, a tremendous cost. But we don't know what it is up front because it may be different for you than it is for me. Yet Jesus warns his followers to be prepared to pay for it, to count the cost before following him. So what are we missing? Maybe we may hope that there's a difference between simply finding salvation and following Christ. In other words, I just want to be counted in for the part of the plan where I go to heaven, but I don't want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, not if it means such a high price. I'm sorry. I don't see that option in the Bible. Jesus told the lame man that he found in the temple, go and sin no more. He told the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more. He told the rich man, sell everything you own and give it to the poor. He told the scribe, essentially, give up your cushy bed and your luxurious home. What is he telling you? What does it cost you to follow Christ? He tells us the answer in Luke 14, 27, which reads, Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. He puts it a little bit plainer. Take a look at the very last part of that chapter. Verse 33, he says, So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. We have to renounce all that we have and all that we are. The cross represents death. The cost of following Christ is your life. Don't believe it? Take another listen to those two verses. Whoever does not bear the cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Wow, those are pretty plain words. We must be prepared to give our lives. We must be prepared to carry our cross. We must be prepared to give up our families if we are asked. We must be prepared to pay the ultimate price if God asks it of us. We'll take a look at the cost that you are paying for your salvation and why should we pay it later this week on Christian Holiness Daily. Our background music today is by Philip Weigel, and it's titled, Even When I Fall. Our opening theme music is called Dirty Mac, and it's from the album, BG Awaken. We hope you'll tune in again if you want more information about Christian Holiness Daily. If you want to take a look at a text version of our devotions, or if you want more information on our music please go to christianholinessdaily.com. Thanks.